to the city, baby. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts we stating. Podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying, what we saying, prime information. Facts, keys to the city, we unlocking the statements. Streaming every Friday. Forgot about that. Oh my god, I forgot about that. I had a brain fart. Oops, I forgot about what that. What you forget, bro? I forgot to put us back onto the screen. You know, you play the music and then you got nobody you got nobody going on. You're like, who's talking in there? Is it we're just gonna talk to the invisible man? No, but ladies and gentlemen, Clover Crest Media presents Keys to the City. We're streaming on all social media platforms at Keys to the City. So comment, like, subscribe, or share. Or you can check out Clover Crest Media as well as we got a special deal going on for all of those podcast lovers out there. So check it out. We got sports. We got murder mysteries. We got suspense. We got everything going on in Clovercrest Media. So check it out. It's a perfect time. I know people have been staying in and watching themselves as we are having a huge spike. We know what the past two years have been going on, ladies and gentlemen. We have we've something that will never be done again. It will never be replicated again. You can never be able to talk about this down the line with your kids because they're never going to believe what has transpired in the past two years. And what feels like, ladies and gentlemen, that yes, we are about to be a week before Christmas Eve. It feels like 2020 all over again in the sense of the recent spike of COVID-19 and how it's affecting not just society and the world because we know it's been going on. There's no answer for it right now. We haven't been able to slow it down. It's just getting worse and worse. And with the spike comes now with the recent play, I should say, in NFL, NBA, and NHL games. This is not just happening in the NFL. I know we talk specifically about the NFL on the show a lot, but this has impacted the NBA, and this has big time impacted the NHL as well as games have been canceled. The NBA has a bunch of teams have been dealing with uh, – and you got to think about this. NBA is different because of the fact that there's only 12 to 13 guys on a team. Some teams have to postpone games, cancel games, and forfeit games because they don't have enough players. Whereas the NFL, yes, they're losing a lot of players, but we still have 53 men on that team. Yeah, but guess what? You can't have 20 players out. No, no, of course, of course not. I mean, you, can't. you just I mean, you, if you can't have 10 players. For a team like the Cleveland Browns last week, and we're going to talk about them in a little while too, a huge week for the NFL, a huge st- at stake. Saturday night game start, the last night game, we'll get into that. But we got to start off with what's going on in sports. And because it's a serious it's a serious issue going on once again. It's back, it's rising. So how does, and I'm going to start with Joe on this, how should all professional leagues, not just the NFL, but how should all the professional leagues currently handle te- – actually, I want you to give me the breaking news right now before we get into this conversation. So if you want to, the floor is yours. I'll give it to Joe. Joe, take it away after that. Yeah, I was just going to repeat what I was telling you before with the breaking news coming out of Adam Schefter. I mean, the guy's all over. I mean, listen, this this is a real possibility, and it's already been spoke about with Canada, eliminating fans and stands and people and everything and whatnot. But NFL and NFLPA discussing postponing multiple Week 15 games per source. As one source said, the league is getting pressure to move games. It makes total sense. It's the right thing to do, Trev and Joe. I know we're going to talk about it. But when you have multiple guys, and I'm not saying three, four guys, and you said 53 guys, you got 20 guys out, you got 21 guys out, you got 16, you're on your practice squad quarterback, you're on your fifth center like Washington is. That is a severe problem and a liability, and it speaks volume to what's more important. Is it the money or is it the health and safety of your players? Joe, take it away. Well, it's the health and safety of your players, and I'll tell you what, too, ultimately, and and I've talked about this before, and um, I just, and this isn't an excuse for these people losing, but there was a big boxing upset recently and won an MMA, and both of those people, uh, Teofimo Lopez, the boxer, and Amanda Nunes, uh, the MMA goddess, had both uh, tested positive and, and had COVID-19 and had their fights originally postponed, and then came back and looked like shells of themselves. So uh, this is definitely affecting all sports, and uh, it, the the impact is uh, obviously being felt around the country. My kids are actually uh, home today in quarantine. Uh, they had to go. My kids just went and took tests yesterday. Uh, they were in contact with a classmate uh, whose father uh, and sister has it. 
And so they've got to be out for 10 days. And so, you know, I, I mean, it, look, at this point, why everybody isn't just vaccinated is beyond me. You know, uh, funny story, um, the, the, the daughter of, of the person who caused my daughter to be in quarantine uh, said to my wife, I don't know how she could have gotten it. And my wife said, oh, is she vaccinated? And she said, no. And my wife texted back, well, that would have helped. So, I mean, even Kyrie Irving, I guess, is considering getting vaccinated at this point. You got to put your health first. This thing is to keep you healthy. It's to help you when you get COVID to not die from COVID or have it knock you for such a loop that, again, I, I've seen this so many times, you guys, uh, you know, again, doing uh, doing throwing jabs Saturday mornings at 10. I can't tell you, dude, every single time a guy comes out or a gal goes out with COVID, it comes back, they lose. The stamina is gone. I think it's definitely, I mean, Glaber Torres to me is another great example of a guy who got COVID and never got himself back on track to the way he was before. I mean, look, look at um Cam Newton, another good example. Last year started off hot for the Pats, then got that, and then got COVID and then became something that he just became a backup quarterback. And like, it's just the way it is. Well, should, hold on, hold on, hold on. I was going to ask you both this. Should both the NFL, NBA, NHL consider if they play games, should they consider what they did last year in the sense of maybe minimum capacity or no capacity at all in games? They're not, it's not from the fans, bro. Well, I'm not saying the fans, but it does, the I'm, not saying, I'm not saying it's from the fans. I'm just saying in the sense that it doesn't help. Well, Especially with this recent spike that you're having, in some cases, 20,000, depending right. on the well, arena, here's the thing. Sport, or in the NFL, you're having sixty to 80,000 fans well, in, a, in a stadium. Listen, there was 100,000 people in Michigan, and we didn't hear any spikes with the Michigan Wolverines team as they were jumping around with it. Here's the thing. Without yeah. making this a political thing, all right, because every time you talk about this, it, it's always got to go to a point. It's not a political thing. All right. I understand both sides. It's a life of thing. This is a life I don't thing. Listen. I understand. You know what? Both. Real quick. Can I tell you why it's a political thing? 91% of Joe Biden voters are vaccinated and 60% of Republicans are vaccinated. There's a, a, a real huge, obvious differential that comes down to party lines. And it's foolish. It's what? absolutely foolish. Are those like on button, Joe, like. Statistics, and I'm only asking that because I mean you know more and you follow. In the New York Times yesterday, yeah, the really thorough. How are they they able to really tell? Like they don't go up and they say, "Are you Republican or Democrat?" When you take the shot, so how do they know the guy is Republican or Democrat? So they can cross reference. They can cross reference people who are vaccinated uh, with people who voted, and I can see public. You know, your voting record is um, public. See, see, here's the thing: the secret. Now, when you step back from this. See, this is what's crazy. See, this whole thing with the coronavirus drives me insane. I get it. It's real. Real people die. Our parents got it. Okay, whatever. They're fine. They didn't go to the hospital. My sister's unvaccinated. She didn't, she didn't go. She was fine, but she dealt with some nothing crazy. What's crazy to me is speaking with again out of the personal stuff and going right with the sports, right? Odell Beckham, right? He was fine. He played in the Monday night game. The next day he tests positive. Like it just bewilders me how this whole thing, how it's working, what's going on, because I don't think it really gives it matter if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated because majority. It, does. These, it really does matter. Hold on, hold on. Because majority of these teams are vaccinated. So what the hell's the difference? If majority of the team, there's majority of the teams are I mean, vaccinated, vaccinated. It's, helping, it's helping you from going. Listen, to the I get it. I if get nobody it. was First vaccinated, all, if nobody was vaccinated at all in the NFL, they would have had to cancel uh, about three weeks ago. The oh. league would have been shut down, and, and nobody would be left. I'd but be surprised. Got, I'd be surprised. Hold on. But now you got te- hold on. You have multiple teams that are 100% vaccinated, if not close. Majority of the teams, if not all of them, I believe, are all over the 85% threshold. All right, and I think even more than 50% are at 90 to 95. If 99 or 95% of your people are vaccinated, team, how can it be though? So widespread? It's, you can't just blame it on the one guy who's unvaccinated because there's vaccinated people giving it to vaccinated people. All right. The only difference with the vaccine—it's true because if don't say it doesn't happen. I, I think it's the Antonio Browns of the world who were vaccinated and the Aaron Rodgers who were vaccinated no, who were who are passing this thing along. Dude, let me tell you something. Vaccinated people. I'm are fully vaccinated. I'm boosted. I wear a mask when I go out in public again because I'm I'm just not interested in getting this. 
and it's, you know it's not worth it. If I have to stand near disgusting people, I don't know. I, I don't want to catch whatever you got. But then, it's as simple as that. This you know, is only good. Listen, the longer everybody, the longer we go through the, the, the BS and everybody wants to piss and moan about it, put a mask on, get a vaccine. We'll be over this in like six months. Joe, you know you never get it's 100%. You know that. that. Joe, you know it's people. As, but it's as simple as that. It's literally one of those things. There's a reason we don't have measles outbreaks in this country. We were all vaccinated as children. It's one of the first vaccinations you got when you were a baby. Here's the th here's the ultimate thing, though. Back in the day, people don't like to be told what to do nowadays with anything, and that's what it ultimately comes down to. This whole situation. Yeah, should we all get vaccinated? Possibly. Yes. Yeah. Maybe, but everybody has their choice of it. But still, nowadays in the world that we live in, the society, the entitled society that we have nowadays. Who decides a medical a medical thing like that's a choice? That's that's the, the what you just said is the ultimate hypocritical statement. You are so entitled that you yeah. think you'll get COVID and it won't affect anybody well, else. That's, that's what you I'm saying. You couldn't be more wrong. No. And so many people have your same attitude. That's the reason this is going on. That's the reason we're going through the whole thing all over again. And that we're probably going to have to see one or both of the, the these leagues shut down probably the week of Christmas or, or the week after. Now, and that's now a real shame. Back, now, going back to the original question and getting off the craziness with coronavirus is this, the leagues have to make what's best decision for the players, because if you have no players, you have no games, which means you make no money. And let's be honest. We're sports fans. This is what we're talking about. No one wants to watch the G league basketball team play against another team because you can't, field a basketball team because half the team is under coronavirus. The same thing with the football games this weekend. The Browns will have a humongous game this weekend to tell me that you're going to put the third string quarterback because the backup on Thursday tested positive. Good luck in less than 48 hours to get ready for a game and you got 20 players out. That's not a fair advantage. Now you could say, well, hey, listen, you know, there's protocols, there's this and that. It's just not, you can't put that product on the field because what you're telling me for as an NFL owner and that the game and putting it on TV at 4:30 is more important to make the money because if you change it the loss of revenue is not good for business. No, you know it's not good for business putting a team out there that doesn't belong on the field because 20 players have coronavirus and there's more well, likely that somebody thing. that more likely that because of the game it could spread even more to other players and now you're affecting teams can, down the can road. I can I tell you why this has nothing to do with politics and everything to do with money do you guys remember August 6 1979 that was the day the New York Yankees buried Thurman Munson oh. and they had petitioned Major League Baseball to postpone their game against the Baltimore Orioles that night Make and baseball call. said no. And, of course, the Yankees went on to have uh, uh, the Bobby Mercer game. Never mind. I'll cry. Point is, it this always comes down to money. This has nothing to do with politics. This is everything to do with they don't want to lose money. Yes. And so, yes, again, yes, yes, rather yes. than rather than push the idea of vaccinations, it's, it's that same, like, you, you got to placate everybody. The only way to do this was to get 100% participation from your players. If they're not all in, then you don't do it. That's it. Just don't do it. Just shut it all down. It's it, To me, it's not worth it. P playing fantasy this year sucks. Anybody enjoying fantasy football this year? Well, I mean, I'm in the playoffs. I saw your record. You can't be enjoying it. Well, Dude, I'm, I, in, I'm in four leagues, and it's constant. I got to like, oh, who's got COVID this week? Not fun. <laughs> Oh, we have not fun at all. Your wife doesn't want you to cry. I think this is idiotic. This so, is so no, stupid. This no, should, we shouldn't even no, be dealing with this at all. But this is selfish, entitled, stupid people that are that are confusing choice with responsibility. And think about this, Joe. You got fantasy football, right? Like I'm in fantasy. I got the playoffs this week, right? I'm in the quarterfinals. <laughs> Your whole team. I mean, Your whole team's on the bench. Dude, I got Lockett, I got Harris, I got Hopkins, everybody's out. And then and here's the other thing. If they postpone the game, right? And you're taking to play Darrell Williams last night. I Two mean, rushes for five yards. Oh, I love this. 
Well, here's the thing. If games get moved. They're ruining everything. If the games get moved, it's going to affect your fantasy team. Because is that going to play? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they cancel the game, so, right? Hold on. Let me ask you that. I, 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 I mean, how do you. So what's the best thing? What's the best thing for these leagues to try to. Shut it down. I would sh- say shut it. Shut it down through Christmas and come no. back the week after. All of them. No, just, just shut the it down. Shut it I down. Think it's, I think get it's everybody easy. tested. They're going to need to clean I, all I those facilities could. that everybody's been in. I Keep quarantined between now and Christmas. Come back NBA like Christmas Day and you'll be fine. But I think this is only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. I would have said one thing. The NFL should have had a built-in bye week somewhere in the field. And not for not – for, for any individual teams, but for the league. So if they did have a situation where they had to do this, you have it, you have the opportunity to say, you know what? We're going to cancel all games week 15. We're going to move them to next week. It's not going to affect the season. Everyone's going to go in a full like kind of condensed globe thing. We'll clean everything up. We'll get everyone, you give everyone a week off to stay quarantined. That's the so you know, you get everyone back on track because we're off track. You know what I mean? And now the NFL is changing the rules where, hey, listen, if you test positive and you, you can come back beforehand, depending on the your um what was it? I forget what the I can forget what the medical word was, but depending on what the level of coronavirus you have, like the high levels, there's a spike with the blood cell, that you can come back in a shorter notice and still be positive and play the game, depending on that was some of the rules. All that's, players have that's a great idea. I mean, again. That's placating ignorance. Yeah, if you have kind of corona, you can come back. No, what? Let's say what? Why? Why? My thing is, is that it'd be it'd be for the NBA and NHL. I could see that happening for the NFL right now in the situation that they're in currently coming down to the coming down to playoff time. I just think because of scheduling, TV, money, like we just said. It exactly the reasons. It ultimately comes down to the money and why the NFL, I mean, they have to strongly consider it because right now this is not going away. It's spiking everywhere and it's it's impacting teams and not just teams that are like, we're not talking about teams that are out of the playoffs or that are in the bottom of the, of the league right now. We're talking about teams that are trying to make the playoffs, like teams like the Browns, teams like the Rams. And I know there's going to be more teams. There's a, a, a copious amount of players around this league since the beginning of Monday that have been put on the COVID list. And we're not just talking about also mid-major player. We're talking yeah. about impactful players. By the way, DraftKings, you're not getting any of my money this weekend. I'm not betting on any of that garbage. I, I have no idea who's playing. I have no idea what kind of outcomes to expect. I'm, all, I'm not doing it. I'm well, not betting a dollar this weekend. Not one dollar. Not well, worth it. I'm not about, betting on Casey Joe, Keenum. Joe, I got your bet. Joe, Joe, I got to bet you can't lose. Just take Dallas on the field against the Giants on Sunday. You'll no, because the freaking Gi- no, because the Giants will win or something. No, they're not. Mike Glennon's starting a quarterback. It's an automatic loss. Well, talking about gambling, there's a he guy has two career wins. Don't forget that six. He's got six career wins. I think only two were starts though. Six. He's got six career wins. He was six and twenty-two before he started with the Giants this season. Guys, he's but were they league. all starts? I think he, I thought he was like only. Yes, because don't forget he started for starts. the Bears. He started for Tampa, Tampa for a whole season, and and probably some other teams that we don't remember. Joe, you just said gambling. Well, there's yeah. a guy out in L.A. that takes a lot of chances, and we saw it firsthand again last night and multiple times. We're not just talking about one case. Hey, did you just about- see Robbie Clark's uh, thing? Sorry to yes. cut you off. Did you see? No, I'm, t- I'm trying to just get to Browns Raiders just moved to Monday night. Seahawks Rams being discussed to move to Tuesday. Okay, oh, because you know we don't not, nothing else going on those nights. Oh, that's what I was going to say. So I was listening to before I get into the uh, the game last night. Colin, Colin Coward, I was listening. He had Albert Breer, and even with the people that are getting the people that are vaccinated, and, and when they get COVID, they're out for ten days. So does it really make a difference between Saturday and Monday or Tuesday? You're, no. the, all these players that are getting uh, yes, COVID nineteen. They're ultimately being out for the time frame that that the NFL is given. They're not just staying out for a day or two. They're out for ten days. So no, even no. Albert Breer just said it. You going to tell me that Albert Breer? Yeah, they changed the things where okay. they. I know, but Albert Breer. Just if said they're it. if they're asymptomatic, they can come I back before the timeline. I was saying that most of the time when the players are getting COVID this year, 
they're stay, they're usually out for the 10 days. Depending yes, if you're vaccinated but, or not, too. Yes, but even with the vaccinated players, too. Even vaccinated you, But players. if you're vaccinated, you, you can come back sooner players, than... Vaccinated if, players. Yeah, but if you're vaccinated, vaccinated you can come back sooner than 10 days if you have double negatives. Yes, that, yeah, I know that. I know that. I understand that. I was just Which also that. helps you to tell somebody like Logan Ryan not vaccinated is obviously no. Logan Ryan's vaccinated. No, he can't be, dude. He missed. He missed two games. Logan Ryan's fully vaccinated. I don't think so. No, I'm serious. I saw no, he's fully vaccinated. Mm. Trust me, he's I don't fully think vaccinated. So. I talked to him last week. I was mm. like, hey, how'd you how did it feel getting beat on that third and eleven against? You know, uh, can Justin I tell Hunter? you something? You know what's crazy though? Not to beat this drum up and. But majority of the players that are testing positive are vaccinated players. It's and not where do you think they got it from? Vaccinated players. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure all the vaccinated players are passing most, it along. I don't blame the unvaccinated guys that they're the only problem. Because most of the players are vaccinated. If they were all vaccinated, there would be like one guy out a week is the yes. difference. Again, yes. it's the, that's the difference between a huge outbreak Again, if this thing has nowhere to go, then it's not going to get spread. No, then you know there's a new there's new variants every day because they just make shit make stuff up. We're going to be having variants for the next thirty years. You know, it's going to be think, here forever. I don't think scientists make stuff up. Generally speaking, I think scientists make up a lot of things. Yeah, you because don't know. It's, because it's money know driven. Anything about science? Because it's money driven. Uh, do, do, does Joe, any of us Joe, know anything about science? Money oh, driven. Yes. Because we, because yes. We, scientists yeah. do. Do you do you know? I'm, not talk, I'm talking about us three. I'm talking about us three. Do we know about science? Yeah. No, yes. not talking about reading. Yeah. Yes. Money because yes. they get every company gets money. Every medically approved out. vaccine safe. Yeah. Just like the measles one I I took 46 years ago. No side effects. Joe, did you see they got the new measles um, outbreak? Did you see Anyways, that? On the let's get into let's let's get off. The God. Again, there's uh because there you go. That's those anti-vaxxers that think I, I shouldn't have to give my kid the measles. They don't even have it anymore. You know why you don't get the measles anymore? Because of the vaccine. Bunch of hippy dippy idiots. Don't uh, don't get your kid the measles. Watch how quick we bring that back. You want to bring back polio? Should we stop giving people the polio vaccine? Idiots. Did you see with this vaccination, they might come up with a vaccination for cancer. Swear to God, I saw it on Yahoo yesterday. That's the that's the vaccination Great. that we desperately need. Yeah, but you know what? Anybody who won't take this one, sorry. You don't get that <laughs> one either. You don't get that one either. You don't trust them, right? No super. You don't, you don't know if you don't know what's in it, you can't put it in your body. So enjoy. For cancer, I want that. That's what I want. I want the vaccination for cancer. Well, you'd be a hypocrite again. Absolutely. But I, I've been Make saying it for years. I want people to get because cancer sucks. You know, nobody likes cancer. Nobody likes COVID. Nobody likes the flu. Everybody also, likes yeah, cancer is cancer's not contagious. You can't give other people <laughs> cancer. That's the cool part. I don't know what kind of word this is. Your, your wife just came up with a new word, Joe. I don't know what that is, but we'll listen, you should be happy my wife is watching. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 taking shots. It's because you're what because she she doesn't want no, you to she watch. hates sports. She's she only want you, she, yeah. My watch. wife is my yeah. wife is stuck home today, also quarantined because well, there's a big outbreak at her office. Watch a, how, amongst guests too. The yeah. unvaccinated. Watch how as usual. She, hold on, watch how fast she's gonna get off from watching us because now we're gonna get back to talking football Let's because we're it. not talking COVID. But you said a couple minutes ago about gambling and stuff like that and taking all in chances. Well, the Chargers head coach, Brandon Staley, it seems like he's become the king of taking chances and going forward on fourth down this season. It has worked at times. We'll give him that. But in a situation like last night, where you have points on the board that you have an opportunity, and look, mm, by the way, it's six points taken off because you decided to go for it. Hmm, you lost by six. Wow. What could have happened? What could have been for the L.A. Chargers last night? So we've talked about this team for years now. Actually, it's no. always been can't finish, can't do this, bad quarterback play, the talent. It's all there, coaching, bad coaching. But is this their greatest weakness? Is it the aggressiveness, the play calling, the play style of Brandon Staley that has become the Chargers' greatest weakness? Now, I know they got a bad rush defense, but 
You think about these conversions and the, the amount of times they've been going for it. Hell, why have Dustin Hopkins last night? Just go home. Take a seat and hang out with your wife and have some beers because that was his day last night at the office. He didn't do anything. He kicked, so, he kicked one. Okay, kick one extra Ted, point. But Ted, is this killing the Chargers? Ted, you can go first, but let me just make one point on everything you just said about the Chargers and everyone who you blamed except for. The other night, um, Lamar Jackson, they went for two. He threw oh, the ball no. to Mark Andrews. And, you know, Andrews should have laid out and caught it. There they should have kicked a field goal. The offensive line could have blocked better. Maybe could have ended. Whatever, right? I heard uh, every everybody and everything was, was to blame. And I didn't hear too many people say, you know, if Lamar could throw like a top-flight quarterback, we wouldn't have had that conversation. I know where it's and going. so maybe, maybe just a little bit, this Chargers thing, a little bit. I, I just if you could admit a little bit, maybe Justin Herbert's got to execute better in nope. crucial moments. Not a, not even close. Here's the out. thing. Here's the thing. He did execute last night. No one's you know. Here's the thing. We're forgetting Mahomes too. Remember they went on multiple fourth downs and made bad throws too. Everyone forgets that. Here's where we've talked about this tirelessly in baseball, analytics. Analytics. Me and Joe's favorite word. Analytics last night told them that you should go for it on fourth down. We, Joe, I think you, me, and Trev, to a certain point, maybe more so you and me, that analytics are an important part of the game. In all games. You know, you, you want to use the numbers. Listen, in every sport, you want to use every advantage that you can get. All right? If it says, listen, the majority of the time, it's better to go for it. Herbert played well last night. Mahomes played well too. They both had multiple mistakes. Last night was a very sloppy game. Last night was you, not a hold good on, game. hold on, hold on. Slow down for one minute because I, I I you like Justin Herbert a lot. Pat Mahomes was 31 for 47 for 410 yards and three touchdowns. They both threw a pick last night. His QBR rating was 24 points higher in his quarter and his rating overall was 23 points higher. They, you, you're acting like they played on par with each other. Oh, absolutely. Wasn't even, wasn't even close. They ran for 200 yards, Joe, the Chargers. You didn't have to do that. She's over on the football. I'm talking quarterback for quarterback. You're acting like they were on par. To suggest yeah. that Mac Jones and Josh Allen were on par the other night would be a gross understatement, yes? Well, here's the thing. Go look at all the drops the Chargers had last night. Go look at the drops the Chiefs had. None. Again, it's every single – it's everybody's fault, but it's not Joe, ever just Herbert's fault. Joe, you Herbert's watched the game fault. last night? Joe, you watched I the did. game, right? Okay, first drive. The Chargers go down on third and goal. He hits him in the hands, right? Yeah. Mike Williams drops the ball. That's not Herbert's fault. He hit him in a good spot too. Hit him yes, between he did. You know, the five fingers. What did he do on fourth down when they went for it? Hit him in the hand. Now I'm sorry the guy got hurt. Catch the ball. That's what your job is as a receiver. Catch the ball. Because if it was Darius Slayton when Daniel Jones put the ball in his hand, we didn't blame Daniel Jones. We blamed Darius Slayton for not catching the ball because if it hits your hands, the old saying, if it touches your fingers, you're supposed to catch the ball. They missed an opportunity. Should have kicked the field goal there. Should have kicked the field goal at the end of the half when you're up 14-10. You go up seven. I understand the analytics say it's fourth and goal. You put the ball in the quarterback's hand. Because here's the thing. I think Andy Reid would have done the same thing. The problem when I think a lot of these coaches is when you got a guy like Justin Herbert, right? You got a guy like Aaron Rodgers. You got a guy like Tom Brady. You fall into that position where like, listen, I have the quarterback. Why would I not want to put the ball in his hand? You know, like Rodgers last year on a fourth and goal and they decided to kick the field goal and everyone's like, why didn't you go for it? You have Aaron Rodgers. I think Brandon Staley looks at Herbert and goes, I got Justin Herbert. I He can make all the throws. He makes all the plays. He does make the plays. He had Keenan Allen in the middle of the thing. Kick the two field goals right there. They're six points. All right. Then they get down later in the thing. Middle of the field. Could have gone for a 46-yard field goal. They go for it again. Incomplete. Kick the field goal. There's nine points. If one of those guys catches a touchdown pass, the game's different. The Chargers should have won that game by double digits. It shouldn't have even been close. The game should have never been close. Here's the thing. Great defensive call on the fourth and goal late in the half. Brent, um, what did Daniel Sorensen comes off the end. I don't know why more teams don't do this because you know what they're going to do. They run the trips. The two guys run the slant. You run the rub route underneath. He catches the ball right around the goal line. Easy touchdown. It's like it's he like the bread. It feels like that's the bread and butter play in the goal line situation. He's, he's wide. He's wide open. Yeah. He completes that pass at seven points. We think here's the problem. We always look at the negative. When it doesn't work, it's a bad call. When it works, it's like yo, great call. That's 
that's what it that's what it is. They should have kicked the field goals. Never take the points off the board early in the game. You don't want to chase points. Because if you just kick the two field goals early in the game, it's 20 to 10 at half. You're going in with all the momentum after being down whatever. So 10, here's nothing. let me ask you this question. This this tendency to go for it on fourth down. Why do you think that is? What do because you think? That, what, what, there you go. It's like, it's like they're, they're doing it. They're doing it because they think he could convert, and then he doesn't. He was six for thirteen on third down, two for five on fourth down in a game against the Chiefs. You're going to lose that game every single time. And if it's Daniel Jones, you kick the field goal. That's the thing. You got yes. Justin Herbert. You have Tom Brady. You and Aaron Rodgers. Now here's my thing. Would you say the same thing if it was Mahomes? Would you blame Mahomes if he yes. was two for five? I blamed Mahomes when they were when they were four and four. So, uh, listen, and, I, and again, was, I understand half those interceptions aren't his fault, but then stop throwing to the guys that aren't catching the ball. I would also I, say, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, listen, it's successful quarterback. I mean, we don't ever have this conversation with about Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady too aggressive? We don't. We don't have to have that conversation because Tom converts, and he has for twenty one years. Brandon Staley cost his team the game last night. Not his play, and, and and I'll say the defense too because you can't give up a. With Tyreek and Kelsey, I don't understand this, but you know those are the only two guys well, that can beat. Mahomes had 418 yards. yards passing. 210 of them were yak yards, which means yards after catch. Yeah, Kelsey. Kelsey had the two big – he had the touchdown to win the game, the walk-off, which he six guys had an opportunity to tackle him, couldn't tackle him, and then he had the long 67-yard run, which set up the other touchdown when my, they went for my thing is My thing is it's always great to be aggressive. I like the aggressive style play calling but in a situation like that when you have two multiple opportunities not just once it's okay if you want to go one time if you're at like the 40 yard line i understand Dude, you're, right i mean in this a situation is a, like this, this is a game this is a game, game that is no it's a vision it's a must win because you got to take in consideration too they went they already won the game in kansas city earlier this year so you win this game you're both nine and five you have yep. a you have complete control of this of this division now because you have the season sweep and you thought too much with your head in the sense of your ego. I know Brandon State. Look, I like Brandon State. I think he's going to be a fantastic, fantastic coach for the for a long time in this league, whether it's with the Chargers or anybody else. But in a situation like this where, look, you got to take the points. Points are points. You're still That's still a positive. I like the play call. What, what but arrogance, I, too, by that team. Again, you're playing. I mean, he's done it. you got to think he's done it multiple times in his own territory, too. Like he he's done it. I think it was against Dallas, or I forgot who he, play, he was. No, it was playing. like Denver in his own thirty yard line. And he played. He did it multiple times. I so just think it's not- funny, dude. Like like Mike McCarthy gets ripped for making the, the same kind of mistakes. This guy he- seems to skate. And again, when it comes to the Ravens with with Harbaugh, nah, nobody criticized him for doing it. What makes it worse in that situation is that they have one of the greatest kickers of all time. Yeah, he's an automatic three points. No matter where the hell you ah. want to kick from it, it's like he's an automatic. So that's what makes it tougher. I know the kicking woes of Chargers history has been on display for but some those time. Those are chip shots. Those oh, are, know, yeah. Those are not even it's never a chip. It's never a chip shot. Never know. No, no, no. Those are chips. This is a talent. This is a talented team. This is a team that could go far into the playoffs because they have the talent. They have the quarterback. They got the coach that believes in the quarterback. They have a good. They have good chemistry. They have the pieces on offense. They have the pieces on defense. But in a situation like this, in a game like this, where right now you're slated to make the playoffs, you're going to have situations like this, and you're going to be playing on the road. Sometimes you just got to take the points. It's I'll okay. tell you this, on the road, you definitely take the points. We, we, here's another thing. We bash Joe Judge the countless amount of times because of his conservative ways. Sometimes it's okay, Brandon Staley, to be conservative and take the points. Not all the time. It's okay to be aggressive, but in a situation like last night, you got to take advantage. Here's of the here's my other thing, right? You're you're the Giants, and what are they four and eight or whatever they are now? Four I, and I, a million. Stop. Four and I, a million doesn't even matter. They have every reason to gamble. They the Giants would have every reason to go for it on on fourth and one from their own ten against the Cowboys this week. Who cares if you lose? You might as well go for it. You're playing spoiler, Joe. You're playing spoiler. You're playing spoiler. To, to, for me, listen, I, I think, to, uh, again, and, and I'm not blaming all of this on Justin Herbert. I'm just saying Justin Herbert has to share in the responsibility. Again, 
the fact that he's Justin Herbert is the reason they're as aggressive as they are. He's got to convert more. Yeah, Plain and simple. I agree. I agree with that. Plain and simple. Be- but they they definitely have to they definitely have to get a little more conservative on that. You that that's that's playing it. I mean, fast and loose. That's that's uh, it's refreshing in the NFL. But you can't you can't they're, they're when, the, you leave, can when you leave the winning half. points on the board. Joe, I, listen, you, you 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 miscoached. Joe, I can understand in the late. In the no, season, you're overthinking. You're not, overthinking, Joe, because it's like baseball with the analytics. You're overthinking it now. Yeah. Here's, once here's you, exactly. Hold on. Once you overstart thinking it, it's going to take over your mind, and it's going to. Sometimes it works out and pays off for you. Sometimes it kicks you back in the ass because what? of those overthinking. And we talked about it with Aaron Boone. And well, here's Kevin here's Cash the thing. It's momentum because if anyone watched the game last night, you watched the end of the half. The Chiefs were down. They ran into their locker room thinking they were up by two touchdowns. The Chargers walked off like we're defeated, and they had the lead. That's why if you kick the field goal, just keep the momentum going. You were down 10 nothing. You're up 7 going into half. You, your, your defense has done very well. Herbert and the offense were running the football and doing enough to control the game. You had everything because you got to understand, points are momentum. I know seven always looks better. Duh, seven, common sense. But take what you can get. Guys like Bill Belichick, and I guarantee you, if they did a poll last night, 30 out of 32 coaches probably would have taken the field goals. There probably been one or two coaches that would have went for it. A guy like Andy Reid because he would have said, I got Mahomes. I got a great play. I'll run Tyreek Hill and Kelsey on him. A crossing route. They won't be able to guard it. I'll get it. That's the difference when you execute and don't execute. Herbert didn't play well enough. We said it the other day. He had to match Mahomes or play better. I thought he played just as well as Mahomes. If you he played well. He played well, but Mahomes. And I'll put it this way. The game was sloppy as hell. Both teams were sloppy. There was a lot of mishaps. The Chargers should have won the game. They ran for – if you're, you've run for over 200 yards and you and you rush um, – sorry, if you pass for over 200 yards, you should win the game. But your defense missed too many tackles. You went too many big plays with Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. They both had over 150 yards. They both had mo- – a touchdown each. Kelsey had two. He had 41 points in fantasy last two, night. Two things. I mean, Jesus. Two things that I want to finish off with. Mahomes, uh, Herbert played well. Mahomes played great when he needed to be. And that's why they won. And that's why the Chargers right now are now in second place and don't have full control of it. Second thing I want to say, Brandon Staley's the guy you hate playing in Madden because he's a guy that is always going for it. On fourth down, even if it's a fourth and a mile and just punt the ball, but nope. Yeah, because you, I feel like we go for it all thing. the time in that. When it's fourth, hold on. When it's fourth and one, and you're at the two yard line, I'm gonna ask you both because you both played video games before. Are you running it? Are you going for it? Or are you kicking the field goal in Madden? What's the I'm score? Something. Back in the it's old a, days, it's the score last night. Hold on. The the best update they've ever done to Madden was when they made fourth down hard. Yes. When they made it, when they made it more difficult. Uh, I'll put it to you like this, Trevor. I'm not playing a season of Madden right now, but I do have a franchise going. Uh, I'm playing in South Carolina, taking over the SEC. Wait, what uh, building them into Texas? a national powerhouse. I long story. The file got corrupted, but so well, I'm hey, bad. here's one thing: they gave him a new contract. There was a new contract he had. Wait, do you got, wait? Do you? Have I couldn't say no to SEC money. South Carolina Gamecocks with Spencer Rattler, the new and improved set. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I can't believe your file got corrupted. That's terrible. Anyway, yeah, my um my punter my punter's in the running uh for the Ray Guy Award. Wow. Uh as the nation's best punter. Yeah, I've uh I'm really He's good Joe, at Joe is Joe Judge. He punts the ball all the time. He's Joe Judge. I'm starting to realize that. I only pu- listen, I'll go for it on fourth down if I'm at the 45 or the 50, because I feel like I can still hold you to a field goal. Anything closer than that. You know, I'm 46. When I was 25, I would have gone for it on fourth and 30 from the five. You're a conservative. Old I would have done it. You're a sophisticated you know? man now. I've learned. I've learned. You know what? I've smashed enough controllers to bits to know that you don't go it. You don't go for it on fourth and 30 from your own five in the Super Bowl. I won't do that again. Wait, you've done that before? <laughs> that's not good. That's that's not good. I know me and Ted like. That's what I'm saying. If it's fourth and one. And it's the score last night, and you're playing in Madden. Are you going for it? Or are you kicking the field? I already know the play I'm running. Are you? So you're going for it. So you. So we shouldn't be bashing Brandon Stanley yeah. for going. For it. I also would like to announce I, uh, my kicker, my kicker hit a 57 yarder 
It's one of the longest uh, field goals I've kicked on either Madden or uh, NCAA um, in what'd my you, life. What did you have? 57. Wind behind your back? With the wind. With the wind, but the 14 miles an hour left, too. Did you have rain, uh, too? Did you make it like, was it a monsoon? Oh, it was a terrible game. Yeah, it was a big, big rainstorm in uh, Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah, it was a, and, hur- uh, it was a hurricane. I ju- just keep adding to it, Joe. Make this story the, even more believable. I'm not even joking. It was. It was a huge rainstorm against Arkansas. I beat them, I beat them 31-28, number four in the country. Wow. And um, I'm, I'm building. And, uh, yeah, nailed I want, it. I want to play you. I would love to. We should make this happen the next. We should try you're, to make you're, this the happen. mistake you're going to make is you're going to go for it on fourth down and fail, and then you're going to the the tide's going to turn. And I'm going to beat you. We're going to video this, Joe. We're going to video. We have to. We have to get this going. We'll oh, time hop. So, we'll time. You know, with the video on Instagram, we'll time hop it so we make it go real quick. Well, you're going to have to wait until at least Monday because I did just destroy a controller yesterday. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Thought you were winning. I was. I had a great run down the field and all of a sudden there's like my, my uh, controller, the button got a little sticky or something. I don't know what happened, but my running back and he just suddenly pitched the ball. Stop eating food while you're playing the game. Yeah. It can't be. My running back was on like a 30 yard run and just suddenly stopped and he pitched the ball back. I didn't press that button. I didn't press that button. So yeah, that controller's broke clearly the, broken. Broke the controller? So. I don't think I've ever broken a controller. I've had moments that I, so I put it. I dropped it on the ground, and I looked at it, and I thought, there's something wrong with it. And then I stomped it six times into Joe, bits. You know what the worst is, Joe? When I had a, an old NCAA dynasty, and I hadn't lost a game in six years, and I accidentally hit simulate. I accidentally yeah. simulated the game. I go, no! And I lost. And yes. I was, and you can't go back. You can't be like, oh, I tried to shut the system down and think it would like forget the game. And it kept it. I go. Well, Here speaking of teams, well, you just said not well, losing games and stuff. Te- there's three teams right now. A huge weekend going on Saturday night football, ladies and gentlemen. We have Saturday football, so let's rest and let's enjoy it because we got some great games this week. Even though, well, no, 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 the Browns game is not playing, so the Browns is officially postponed to two. That's the breaking news, according to Robbie Clark. Yeah, but um, New England, that, that is a fact. New England Indy, though, okay. uh, is Damian Harris is now out, too. Damian yeah. Harris. All right. So Browns and Raiders just moved to Monday. You know why Damian Harris is out? Why? Yeah, because he's vaccinated. Yeah, because no, he's vaccinated. No, this, I wasn't going to even go there because he's on my team. He's on, like, three of my fans. I have him on my team, too. That's why so he's the, out. Okay, so the Browns game is going to be played. Not tomorrow. You only have one game tomorrow, and it's still a huge game implications AFC picture right now. The chiefs are the number one seen currently in the AFC. And there's a team in Indianapolis that's trying to get into that playoff position right now. So the three teams that we have, and we could add maybe the Baltimore Ravens or the Denver Broncos, two teams that have huge games as well. Who needs to win the most? We'd only put the Bengals, Colts and Browns, but like I said, we can add in the Ravens and we can add in the Broncos, two teams that are been up and down recently but are still vying to try to get into the playoffs. So I will start off with Joe. Joe, who needs to win most as the season inches closer to playoff football? Uh, I would say probably one of the Bengals or Browns, and only because I think being in the same division and seeing the games that are coming up between them uh, the Browns, the Bengals, the Ravens, and Steelers. That's a tough division right now. I think if you're the Colts, I think if you lost this weekend and you dropped to seven and seven, I don't think you're necessarily hitting the panic button. Can I can I break stones for a second? Yeah. I'm just reading this from a verified source on Twitter right now. This kind of goes to what my argument goes against yours, Joe. The NFL is 95% vaccinated. The NBA is 97% vaccinated. The NHL is nearly 100% vaccinated. All three leagues are still overwhelmed with COVID cases and hitting new COVID highs. So how is Joe Biden arguing vaccinations will end COVID? The Pro Sports League proved that 100% lie. You've got all sorts of people surrounding these teams 
if the players are vaccinated, it doesn't mean spouses are. It doesn't mean children are. You guys see in well, a, hell, in even a the home. People, and even people in the just the area could just yeah. yeah. Um, doesn't have to know, be players. I was just in a restaurant the other night where a waiter told me he wasn't vaccinated and he wasn't wearing a mask. So was he your waiter? He was not my waiter, oh. um, and I didn't stay much longer. So. Yeah, again, this thing's being passed around by the unvaccinated. 90% of cases that are uh, of people in the hospital right now are unvaccinated. And almost 100% of the people that are dying right now are unvaccinated. So, I mean, I, I'm, I'd be happy to sit here all day and talk about this. But the if you talk to scientists and doctors, they'll tell you that it's pretty clear you need to wear a mask if you're going to be close to people, even if you're indoors, and you should get vaccinated. Ted, Simple as that. Ted, Ted, what do you think of this statement? I want you to say it. It's over for everyone involved. I'll tell you. They are. They, he, he has a point. They are getting dangerous. They got right, that now there's, right now, there's three games they're talking about being discussed. So the Browns-Raiders game is probably getting moved to Monday. Okay. The Eagles-Washington game is possibly right now is going to get moved till 7 o'clock p.m. on Tuesday night. Wow. And the other one is the Rams-Raiders. Um, excuse me, the Rams-Raiders-Brown move to Monday while Seahawks-Rams and football team Eagles are expected to move to Tuesday per Adam Schefter. Okay. And it said, had the games been canceled, players would not have gotten paid. Now, what kind of sh- stuff is that? It's exactly what you think it is. It's about money. Well, how do the players not get paid? It's not their fault. I mean, how you like, like, right. you, you... <laughs> it's a very contagious disease that's being passed around. It's not anybody's fault to get it unless you're unvaccinated and you don't wear a mask and then you're asking for it. So it's going to be like last year. This is going to be the best week of the season. We're going to have football the week of Christmas all week long, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, bowl games, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, I just wish I didn't have to watch. Um, uh, oh wait, who's starting in Cleveland? Oh, uh, uh, right Mullins. now it's Nick Mullins. Mullins, Mullins, Nick Mullins. I see they just signed Kyle Laletta today as well. I can't wow. wait to watch uh, Kyle Laletta and Jake Fromm square off in a game in now, the NFL. Joe, they only in, only in COVID, only in the COVID era of the NFL could that happen. But right. with the change, in, but with the change in game scheduling because of the new rules and protocols that the NFL put in, there is a possibility for multiple players from both teams to be able to um, get back, even though they tested positive because of the extra days and negatives. Because and they're if- vaccinated, they can come back quicker. So that's nice that they weren't selfish and that they did what they needed to do for team. So, Ted, let me ask you this question. Let's get back to this. Talk to me. Sorry, I was I was getting up. I just got yeah, the Colts. The well, Colts are, I think, in the worst it. trouble with a listen, loss. I got an email from the director of our my building about an interview process for a job I applied for. So sorry, I was looking at it, it just kind of popped up. Well, great. Well, congratulations. I'll, I'll get you off the show. Go, go. Good luck. See you later. Take you off the show. Go take take your calls. It's not a call, you idiot. It's an email. And who needs to win? It's the Colts. Sandra just, we, so Sandra just said Seahawks and Rams and Eagles game just got rescheduled. So that's okay. Official. So they got moved to Tuesday. Here's the answer to the question. For me, it's easy. It's the Colts. Because I look at the of the three teams, who's got the best team? Or also take in consideration if you want the Broncos and the Ravens too. I'm not even thinking about them right This is the question I posted. These are the three teams. It's the Colts for me. Because of the three teams, the Colts give me, to my mind, give me the best chance to give a Super Bowl run. The other two teams, I still think – I don't trust Baker Mayfield and the Browns, and I told you this. They've got too many issues in their – got too many skeletons in their closet, all right? And every time they try to do the right thing, the closet kind of sneaks open like like Dracula in uh, the movies. It kind of opens up, okay? And the Bengals, they're in a rebuild year. We did not expect it from the Bengals this year. Joe Burrow has been sacked more times than anyone in this league, 41 times going into this weekend. They still have issues. Their defense has not played par. Good thing I they got him, Jamar it. Chase, and not not Slater, or or Penny Sewell, but or here's Sewell, the, yeah, for that matter. But guess what? They got <laughs> Ginger Jesus. Well, there it is. The second the, time we've seen a Ginger Jesus before. Who's the first one? D. Brian Forrest. Here's a, no, that was Jack Sewell. So here's the thing. I know Carson Wentz for me is a prove it game. They were up 21 to like seven or three against Tampa Bay a couple weeks ago. And because of Carson Wentz's poor play in the second half, Tampa Bay came back and up to winning. They have a solid offensive line. They have a great running back. 
They have a really good defense. The question has always been, could the quarterback get them over the hump? This is a game where both teams are coming off a bye. Bill Belichick always takes away what you do great. What do the Colts do well? And they run the football really well. What do the Patriots do really well? They stopped the run. They also played great in the pass defense. So I think they're going to stack the box, make Jonathan Taylor's life hell, which sucks for me for fantasy because I have him for fantasy. And he's going to say, Carson Wentz, go beat me. And to me, and I think to everyone else, it's going to be like what we talked about with Matthew Stafford and other games that we have talked about. Prove a game. Are you worth the money? Why did we trade for you? Why did we give up draft picks to go get Carson Wentz out of Philly? Because we thought you were better than what we had or what we could get, and we thought you could take us to the Super Bowl. This team could be a Super Bowl team considering how poor they started. If Carson Wentz and the Colts can win this game at home and beat the Patriots and knock the Patriots off their winning streak, it's a proven game and it's a momentum game, and it's something that we might look back in the end of January and go, remember that game in New- against New England home, the- why the Colts are in the AFC Championship game? It's because of that game, and it could spur them into a Super Bowl run. If they win, if not, and they lose and Carson Wentz plays like crap, we're going to say, well, I told you so. So that's why. Yeah, by the way, listen, if he loses this game in New England, he's. No, I'm sorry. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm literally looking at their schedule and I forgot. I was, it says verse Patriots. And I was thinking, I was looking at the Patriots. Yeah, you're right. Um, Look, if you beat the Patriots this week, you really need to, because next week you're you're spending Christmas day at Arizona. So if you lose this week, you're going to be seven and eight. Uh, and that's a real problem in the AFC. So Colts. I I, I 100% agree with you, Ted Colts. This is easy. The Colts have to win just because of their schedule remaining. And this is to me, the most talented team of the three left right now. I know the Browns have great talent, but they're dealing with many, many of issues, whether it's injuries, whether it's COVID, whether it's the Baker Baker Mayfield dilemma that's going on right now, the Bengals great season so far. Hell, they could still win the AFC North. We thought this was a year or two years away from maybe a rebuild, maybe a year or so. But they're playing well. We'll see what happens against them. A huge game. But this is all on the Colts. This is a team that we thought you made for Carson Wentz like the Matthew Stafford move. You're, and now we've rejected them to be maybe a dark horse Super Bowl contender out of the AFC. They haven't played up to par. They are starting to get better each and every week. Defensively, they got a stout defense. That's going to be a great battle. And then you got the best running back in football right now and one of the top MVP candidates in Jonathan Taylor who's been carrying this team literally to victories. This should be a hell of a game, a great a great old rivalry that needs to be back because this was one of the better rivalries for some time back about 10 years ago, 10 to past 20 years I would say. This is this should be a great game because it's got all the these two teams are very similar. Great defenses, great running attacks. It's just which quarterback makes the play. Is it Wentz or is it going to be Mac Jones? That's what I think it comes down to because you got two great coaches too. Frank Wright, hell of a coach. We already know what Belichick brings to the table. This comes down to me, Wentz against Mac Jones. That's what it comes down to. Can Mac Jones continue to find ways to get the ball to his receivers and get the ball into the end zone and play at a high level? Don't cause any turnovers. And Wentz, very talented, but can he not make the turnover where we've seen him do it throughout his career and especially this year in big moments? That's for me. That's what it comes down to. It comes down to the quarterbacks. I know we talk about it all the time, but specifically, this is a huge deal for both quarterbacks. Anybody? No, no. Okay, we're quiet. We're very quiet. Um, it's very, very rare to see us all quiet at once. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, Sander just put up a thing. Uh, first time these teams play without Brady or Peyton on the field. Yeah, it's it like ninety nine. That That's crazy? what I'm saying. It's good. This is an old rivalry that was like one of the two. These are two of the best teams for the past 20 years in the AFC. I need to see that again because. Well, and, and, and if I may interrupt, there's a lot of, you remember the storyline. Josh McDaniels took the head coaching job for about five oh, minutes. Oh, of course. And, and then said, and bye. then jumped ship. Yeah, remember? And, and went back to New England for the assist, mm-hmm. for the offensive coordinator job. So there's a lot of underlying things that go on with this, you know, the two franchises too. You know, it's not just Brady and Manning and, you know, whatnot, but the organizations and stuff. So it's going to be an intriguing game. And because it's the only game and, and it's got great significance, both because the Patriots, if they win, they go back to number one seed in the AFC. If they lose, they fall to the two seed. And if the Colts win, like I said, they propel themselves. And I think take a make could make a big run going forward. I only just make one point about Mac Jones since his name got brought up a bunch here. It's amazing. Well, I, think that it has, I think it has to. It's 
amazing how well he's playing. As far look at his completion percentage. I mean, he's playing a really good quarterback uh, this year, and he's doing it with all, without all that five star talent around him. Well, mm. Joe, Joe, if Albert Einstein was my teacher too, I would do a hell of a lot better too than some of the other teachers. So we'll see, hey, we'll see what happens. And the best, of, and you put your. Let me tell you something, Ted. Let me tell you something. I'll bet you there's people in your class that had the same teachers you did that are a lot smarter than you. So what I mean well, that's to say not saying is, much. No, it's not. But what I mean to say is just because you have access yeah, to a Joe, coach. I will, I, will, I, will, I will agree with you, but here's the thing. You and me, you can teach me something. You can teach Trevor something. The ability to process the information and then take it and execute it on the field is a whole nother level. Some Absolutely. people, and that's why Mac Jones, and that's people, why Mac Jones is succeeding. And, that, and that's part of the reason when we talk about other quarterbacks like Daniel Jones. Why do some quarterbacks just get it, and why don't other quarterbacks? It just doesn't come to them because they're not able to take the information on the chalkboard and process it to and the I, field. I'm glad. I'm glad you said that because everybody likes to say, "Oh, well, he's got Belichick. He's fine." Well, the, some co- some players. Guess what? You still have to be able to process all if that information. You're coachable enough and yeah. smart enough. That first of all, Saban and Belichick want you around them. It speaks to your character immediately. Mm-hmm. And and again, like I said, I mean, and I've said this a few times this week. Mac Jones in that two for three for nineteen yard game, he certainly could have called an audible or two. He could have thrown the ball a few more times. And I think a more selfish, undisciplined, dumber quarterback would have found reasons to try to throw the ball more despite watching what Josh Allen was doing on the other side and seeing the difficulty with which that would have would have uh, accompanied. Now, the game of the week by the way is the Packers and the Ravens and we didn't we we didn't want to include that in this group of the 7 and 6s and I understand that, but to me possibly all three of those teams could have the same record as the Ravens who are 8 and 5 would be 8 and 6. They have to beat the Green Bay Packers. But it looks like Lamar might not play, too. It looks like Lamar might might not play. Here's some good news, though. The Packers are 10 and 3. They're 4 and 3 on the road. The Ravens are 5 and. They're home. No, no. It's at the games in Baltimore. The game's at Baltimore, bro. Game's at Baltimore. Because they're home next week against Cleveland. Yeah. That's their saving. I mean, the Ravens are 5 and 1 at home. So you've got the Packers where you want them. But without Lamar, dude, they're about to drop to eight and six. This this team four weeks ago, we were talking about them being maybe the top seed in the AFC. Again, now you're talking about this team could eventually slide into a wild card situation, and I don't love them on the road at yeah. all. And hey, the Pack- at all. And the Packers get their left tackle back. Bakieri comes back this way, and possible Zaire Alexander, their best cornerback. So that also works really well for a team that's the best team right now in football. We'll see what happens. It's going to be a hell of a weekend of football starting tomorrow. We'll see how if COVID impacts any more games. The breaking news: Washington it will. football. Yeah, it, pro- it probably will. I'm not. I won't. I'm, I'm it not probably will. Washington football. The, so breaking news: Washington football team against the Philadelphia Eagles will be played now on Tuesday, and the Browns game, which was scheduled for tomorrow, will be played on Monday. And they got a short, short week because they play on Saturday night again next week. The Browns. So they you know, got a very funny. short week. I wouldn't have watched that game if it didn't get moved to Tuesday. So do you see how the NFL wins again? I want because they get Joe Aguirre to watch the game. But they're going to get a lot more than me. They're going to get a, a huge. I wanted to watch the game in general game. because I want to see how the Raiders. I want to see Derek Carr because hey, listen, I'm that's not what I, I listen. What I meant I to say was that if that game would have aired across other, we wouldn't have seen it. But now they have the opportunity, like you said, Ted. They can run a game every night on national TV nice and charge job. national sponsor money with what? no game against and it. Kids are all off from school coming up. And here's the thing. What are you competing with on a Tuesday night television show? Right uh, on. Listen, put it like this. If you're one of those fans who hates the players and you love the owners and you think the owners can do no wrong, you've got to be thrilled with them right now. Screw that that all these players could be suffering at home screw, screw the with aches and pains and, and vomiting and whatever. And these guys are bringing in uh, Kyle Laletta to fill out rosters and they're just just the money. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas. 
to Speak, me. Speaking of Merry Christmas, we will be back next Wednesday for our Christmas annual show. We will be giving our, our top 10 list of power rankings. Plus, we're going to be doing our top five Christmas movies. And that's when we'll be back. So I hope everybody enjoys this entertaining football week in college football. Bowl games start today. We got games going on tomorrow. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. For all us football fans, it's go time. We got a lot of football going on. I can't wait. We'll see what happens. Hopefully no more games get canceled or postponed. But we'll be back next Wednesday to talk all of Week 15 and our Christmas list. Everybody, Clovercrest Media presents Keys to the City. We are out. Yeah. When you see us, so you know you really viewing greatness in the making. Double up on facts, we stating podcasting, cruise control, city, state, the nation. So what you saying? What we saying? Prime information, facts, keys to the city. We're locking the statements. Streaming every Friday.